Welcome to the IoT Idols podcast. I'm Ryan Cousins, co-founder and CEO of Critical. We help bring bleeding-edge technology products to market through a combination of hardware and software modules and professional engineering services. We believe every innovator has a powerful collection of experiences and knowledge that can help inspire others in their field. If you have a story you'd like to share, stick around at the end of the show and we'll explain how you can be a guest on one of our upcoming episodes. In just 15 to 20 minutes, you could be the next IoT Idol. Thanks for listening and enjoy the episode. Hello, friends, and welcome back to another episode of IoT Idols, Innovators to Watch, brought to you by Critical. And of course, I am your host, Rye Russell, and I'm always so amazed by the technology that we are introduced to whenever we find these incredible guests. And so I am so honored to have Joaquin join us today from Multiply Labs to share with us a little bit about his journey and the incredible work that they're working on. Joaquin, thank you so much for joining me. Thank you so much, Rye. It's great to be here. Well, I always like to start our shows off with this question, because I don't think that any of us have woken up one morning after university and said, I know what I want to do with my life. And so I would love to learn a little bit about your journey, Joaquin, and how you even found your way into robotics. Yeah, yeah, that's a great question. Um, Well, yeah, when I came into the U.S., um, I was pretty young, and me and my family came in from Peru, and... um, I think something that really inspired me early on was sort of like seeing how, you know, different people could be successful. Um, I think like some of my earliest like role models were like, you know, other like Latino people just like making it and making that like traditional American dream that my parents like raised me up with. Um, And then from like a young age, I kind of like really liked, you know, more like mathy and like engineering things. Um, And, you know, cut to sort of like the end of high school and like it, uh, it seems like those skills like help me, uh, you know, get into somewhere as good as MIT. So yeah, at MIT, like I met so many other people like me, and then also so many people in the engineering field that were like super, super excited about, um, you know, engineering in different forms. And yeah, through different organizations uh, like SHIP, which is the Society of Hispanic Professional Engineers, I was introduced to robotics. And uh, basically, I just took like so many robotics classes and I got like hitched like immediately. Uh, and yeah, that's how I sort of like work for a couple of different companies like uh, Amazon Robotics and different startups like Right Hand Robotics and then ended up at Multiply. Um, but yeah, it's been great. That's so cool. Now, did you have the opportunity, because I was speaking to a friend of mine uh, who has, has been working in, in engineering for a long time, and when we were in high school, he took one of those little Jeeps that the kids drive, you know, and put a microphone on it and a camera, and like we were talking about, you know, how great it was to have a school that really supported those types of activities and encouraged people. And so I'm curious, did you have that growing up, the ability to kind of start taking tinkering before you went to university? Yeah, that's a great question. I actually, I get really excited when I see those kinds of programs because that's actually something that in my high school, when I was going to in, in high school, like back in like 20, 2012, 26 to 2016, uh, there, it wasn't as developed or um, yeah, like the engineering or like programming courses that I see, like for example, my little brother who's in high school now, is taking are like so much more advanced than like I could ever hope for, which is like 
really, really exciting. Um, and yeah, like I see him like coding like in Python and also like taking different classes that are literally like called like, I don't know, like computational programming or like something like that. And I'm like, that literally sounds like something I took like my sophomore year. So I, I think it's like, yeah, it's like super exciting now. Not something that I was really like exposed to in my high sure. school, but yeah, definitely see it more nowadays, which is super exciting. Well, and now you you went to MIT. Now you have the ability to tinker. You're playing around you know, with different robotics. Where did that take your mind? You know, did you know? Because like you were saying, you know, Amazon Robotics, some of these other, you know, did you have an idea like as soon as you started playing in robotics that this was for you? Yeah, um, I think something that I really appreciate about the field uh, is sort of like the variety of work that you can do. Uh, I really enjoy like kind of like doing a bunch of different tasks like throughout one day or like switching off between the days because yeah I was never really the kind of uh, like mechanical engineer who's like oh yes like I want a CAD like all day like I want to be a CAD right. monkey and like in the same way like I really don't want to be you know kind of like a software engineer like all the time um, and so yeah I think I think robotics is perfect and like a lot of roboticists will say this but it's like um a really good mix between hardware and software. So you can sort of like, Definitely. you know, spend half a day like uh, drilling and like tapping holes for like some fixture and then like spend the second half of the day, like, you know, writing some drivers for some new sensors or something. And yeah, I think that that is what like really engages me and like kind of like lets me uh, like sort of like not get bored of it, like as easily as like, you know, just one. So I think, yeah, the field is great for that. And, and now you're at Multiply Labs, and I would love for you to share with us a little bit about what the work that you're doing there, uh, both as kind of a, a product from Multiply Labs, but then the processes that you're a part of in order to keep that machine running. Yeah, yeah. Um, oh, my God. Yeah, I'm really excited about Multiply. Uh, I think it's a great place. Um, yeah, pretty early on, I like kind of figured out that I like startups more because like they're kind of like more intensive. Um, but then also finding like the right startup that is not like, you know, like too intensive and then also like has a great like mission and like, uh, you know, like has like the right like sort of mindset with like what its goals are is like very important. And for me, I'm glad I sort of like found that. Um, Multiply is awesome. I, the, yeah, right we are like, it's, it's really exciting. Cause like in the field of pharma manufacturing, it's like a field that desperately needed like the touch of like robotics uh, because like traditionally, like, you know, making more like personalized medications for like small groups of people is like ridiculously expensive and requires like a lot of like manpower. And it's something that uh, basically like we saw like, okay, like, you know, robots can do like very personalized like processes like very quickly and so, yeah, and so it's, like, naturally, it's, like, that's the, the next thing that needs to do because, like, if you go into, like, a um, pharma manufacturing facility, there's just, like, so many people, but not even enough people that you can, like, get to the level of personalization that you need to deliver these sort of, like, life-saving drugs. Um, and so, yeah, with robotics and, like, with, like, our, like, robotic, like, cluster system, um, that is kind of, like, modular and you can have like these different uh like these different like assemblies to like uh accommodate like different drugs um it like really kind of works in a way that uh you know the traditional way could never really like keep up with 
And so, yeah, it's awesome because, you know, it makes it cheaper for like our clients, which are these like large, like pharmaceutical companies to develop drugs. And then also just like, uh, yeah, it just makes it much easier all around for people to get what they need. Um, so Joaquin, when I was looking at your website, one of the things that, you know, and I don't know if this is necessarily the business model per se, but for the audience tuning in, please go to Multiply Labs and, and check out the website because the, the system that you see right on the homepage is incredible. And when I saw that, something that kind of hit me as an entrepreneur in this space was the kind of the ability to look at that and say, all right, here's an opportunity to make a very specific drug or, or product and then be able to customize that with you know, whatever other additives, right? So like maybe there's this one pill or tablet that has, you know, these different vitamins, these different medications, whatever. Is that something that's even in the realm of, of possibility? Yeah, that's a great question. Yeah, it's kind of funny. I, I think I think that you can sort of find some of that like in the like in some of the like company like history. Like sure. Multiple Labs was originally actually like um in kind of like the supplements business. So it was literally like kind of like, you know, taking like, okay, like which vitamins do we want like uh first and then like making the system and then actually like our product at that point was like the supplements like themselves. Um but like over time, like it's developed into sort of this uh, you know, we, instead of that, we like sell the cluster. And I think, yeah, I think, I think definitely like there's a lot of different ways that, um, we can utilize like this, like cluster to, um, like either make like super customizable drugs or like, uh, you know, like mix up like different additives, uh, sure. to get kind of new, um, yeah, to, 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 to find like new possibilities for the cluster system That's is so actually cool. pretty easy. But yeah, we're hopeful. Yeah, hopefully after like we deploy, we can sort of like explore some of that. And because that space uh, now that we have the system is like pretty large. So it's pretty exciting. Well, it, it may be large, but this system that we're looking, I couldn't believe how compact it was because when you're looking at it, I mean, it looks like it's the type of operation that in traditional terms, you might need five to six individuals to, to kind of put that together. And when I saw that, so can you kind of break down the, the cluster for us? Yeah, that's a, that's a, that's a good question. Yeah. So it's like, um, basically like at each step of like filling like a capsule, like you want to like fill it with some kind of medication and then, uh, perhaps like insert like some sort of like divider and then insert like more medication of a different kind, uh, in traditional, like, um, like in a laboratory setting, like people like put it, like pouring these medications, like, you know, very precise amounts, like by hand. Um, and then, uh, you know, they have to do a quality control step between each, like each like different process. So our cluster system, is kind of like taking that, um, like the process that these like people do and then being like, all right, the, a different cluster can do have like a specialized function. So it's like, uh, I mean, a different module can have a specialized function. So it's like there can be one module where, you know, capsules can get like filled and then another one where, you know, they can get like quality controlled. And then, yeah, because of that and like, like because of like the modularity, we're able to add more like steps in the process, like kind of however we see fit. And like with each like different like um, client or like whatever their needs are, we can sort of like change it on the fly. Um, yeah. 
That's amazing. And so now your involvement with that cluster, are you are you kind of designing that layout and how it's communicating? Yeah, that's it. Yeah. As as for me specifically, um, right now I'm in charge of sort of like one module of the whole cluster. I think we have around, um, uh, let me think, we have around five different like kinds of modules that can be like kind of arranged around this like, you know, central like moving robot. Um, yeah, I think I think right now, uh, since our team is like so small, which is why we're also like trying to expand like rapidly, um, like uh, a lot of us kind of work on like many different things at once. Um, but generally, I think that we sort of like kind of like take the head on like one different part of the cluster like that. And yeah, for me, like I work on like mostly like the quality control step. Um, and and yeah, that's kind of how we've been splitting it up. But yeah, we have we have a couple of new like applications and like uh, for our cluster like in the works, and so yeah. Aside from like you know getting more engineers to work on the cluster, we also need more engineers to sort of like expand into these new uh, opportunities too. And so yeah, we're just really looking to grow like so much. Yeah, I mean startup life is always fun, but startup life in robotics has got to be absolutely incredible. So Joaquin, you know, tell us, you know, I, I know that you had mentioned that your that your team is growing rapidly. You know, what types of projects do you that do you have coming up? And who are so because our audience is filled with incredible individuals with amazing networks. So I would love to learn what types of positions we can encourage people to go and connect with you with. Yeah, awesome. Yeah. So I think um uh one one area where we're like really looking to hire is sort of like our software slash like cloud area. Like first we're hiring for software cloud engineers specifically. Uh, yeah, definitely. If, if you, if you have experience in sort of like um, working with like AWS or a cloud backend, like that is something that we're really looking for right now. We're like sort of developing that part of our system because yeah, we really want to make sure that the devices that we have at our clients, uh, uh, are like only kind of like edge devices. And then we have like all the data and everything kind of like stored in the cloud. Um, and that's the framework that we're really like trying to like build and expand on. Uh, so yeah, definitely if you have um, so cool. like cloud background or software, uh, that is like 100% what we're looking for like the most. And then generally I'd say for robotics, like, you know, having, um, it's it's interesting because it's like what we're doing, like this realm of pharma manufacturing, we're really kind of like the only robotics company that's like in this area. So it can't be like, oh, if you have expertise in like pharma right. manufacturing robotics, <laughs> like come to us because it doesn't really exist. But like I'd say like for people who are like very interested in sort of like, you know, learn uh, robotics engineers that are like talented and like looking for, you know, a real challenge. Uh I definitely would recommend applying because yeah, we are. That's the most exciting part, isn't it? Yeah, 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 absolutely. There's no charted course. So everything that you're working on is something that somebody else is going to be able to build off one day. And that's the type of stuff that just gets me so excited. Yeah, it's great. Now, tell me about, like, I was looking, the the arm that you have in your manufacturing, like in, in that uh, area is that something that like you that you purchased and then you customize or are you building this entire cluster like from scratch? Yeah, that's a good question. 
Uh, yeah, our cluster is a um, uh, a big mix of like off off the shelf and then also like very customized parts. Sure. Uh, for instance, like the robot arm that you see in the middle is actually uh, like from like an external supplier. Like they make the arm. Like they know about making arms. Like we don't want to like kind of be like, all right, we're going to make the perfect arm because like, you know, we want to focus on the whole system as a whole. Um, but uh, we do like make custom like grippers and like, um, for example, like custom, like uh, kind of trays, we call them for like shuttling around different um, um, capsules, uh, as well as inside each module, we have like a whole array of like custom parts to like, you know, either like fill these or like um, like grip like capsules like individually as like easily as possible. And I think there like um, uh, more recently, like we've gotten a, uh, really into like uh, like advanced like 3D printing techniques, especially with like, um, like uh, compliant materials um, that we can use for like some of these solutions, like gripping capsules or something like that, uh, like in a like stable way for like, you know, years. Um, and uh, yeah, and so more recently, actually, that's something that I've been working on specifically. It's been super exciting to work with, like, for example, like compliant 3D printed materials to get some of these solutions. Uh, and yeah, so that's that's some of the like that's some of the like things that we create that is very interesting. Um, and we got a bunch of, we got a bunch of patents. So yeah, that's <laughs> awesome. Well, and that's I mean that's what the Internet of Things has been able to help us do is to kind of chart these new courses to bring in and collaborate with other individuals and organizations within the industry, right? Because you don't need to make the arm. There's there's so there's an organization out there that's really good at making arms. So yeah. how do we make that arm fit our system in order to produce the best product? And that's what I love about this space in technology, because everybody is brilliant, just absolutely brilliant at their thing. And then we can figure out ways to work together. And then that's when we create these incredible things. So I'm so, I'm just so excited, Joaquin, to uh, learn a little bit more about your business uh, at Multiply Labs. And obviously, we're encouraging everybody to connect with you and learn how they can become part of the Multiply Labs team. And so, Joaquin, what is the best way for individuals to stay connected with you, to follow your organization, and if they're looking to join the team? Uh, yeah, yeah. Thanks for asking. Yeah, uh, definitely. I'd recommend um, reaching out. You can reach out directly to um, careers at multiplelabs.com um, with just an intro, and then we'll get it immediately and sort of uh, you know put you through our um, pipeline for hiring. Which is um, you know obviously since we're a startup, we're also like developing and iterating on that too. So yeah, um, but definitely right now that's something that we're like focusing on like so much. We have a lot of um, hiring calls and stuff like that to make. So now's the perfect time to sort of like get in and um, reach out. And then if you have any sort of like questions, like for me specifically or about like what I do. Um, yeah. I mean, I just, I just graduated undergrad. So I'm kind of like, you know, new to uh, the space and then everything, but definitely like with multiple labs, I'm like super excited to answer any personal questions you have. And then you can just reach me at uh, Joaquin at multiple labs.com. Um, yeah. And uh, yeah, I think that's really the best way. Our website, um, you can see a bit more about like our cluster. You can see that awesome video that I talked about. Uh, you can uh, see some job postings that will be up 
soon, actually. Like, I think we're working on that, like, at the end of this week. Um, but, uh, yeah, definitely just, like, best way to reach out is just, like, immediately just reaching out directly to me or to careers at multiplylabs.com. Amazing. We will absolutely do that. Joaquin, thank you so much for joining IoT Idols. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. It's been awesome. Amazing. And of course, thanks to all of you tuning in as well. We appreciate this time together. You are all innovators that we love to watch. And thank you so much to Critical for bringing this episode together. And of course, we will see you in the next show. Thank you so much. Hey, this is Critical CEO Ryan Cousins again. Thanks for listening to this episode of the IoT Idols podcast. If you're an accomplished engineer, inventor, product manager, or technology entrepreneur, and would like to be featured on an upcoming episode, please go to critical.com slash podcast slash apply. That's K-R-T-K-L dot com slash podcast slash apply. If you enjoyed this episode, please tell a friend or share it on social media and leave us a review wherever you get your podcasts. If you know someone you'd like to have us interview, let them know about the show or tag them on social media using the hashtag IoT Idols. We're always looking for great guests eager to share their stories with our audience. We're regularly posting new episodes, so make sure you subscribe to our podcast, follow us on social media, and join our mailing list at critical.com. Thanks again for listening, and until next time, be excellent.